Super Talk Mississippi media production. What if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new Flowmaster exhaust system from Exhaust Pro in Macomb on Georgia Avenue? Cruise in style with Exhaust Pro of Macomb on Georgia Avenue. What is it? This true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is it? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam chowder. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking And good morning. This is the Rock and Roll Handyman, Buddy Slowick, right here at Super Talk Mississippi at the MCEF Studios. And we're going to just talk about taking care of your house and fixing it up and doing all the things, uh, as well as your text message. We'd love to get those. We'd love to have your phone calls. And you can pick up us pick us up anywhere, uh, uh, streaming or on your smartphone. We have a, an app, a Super Talk app. Uh, there's no reason for you not to be able to listen to the Handyman Show, whether it be during the broadcast, which is right now, or maybe later in the week, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Thursday, it's always going to be available to you, and uh, you can be a part of it. And I was just looking over the list of it's it's a special day today. And of course, according to this, uh, the computer, <laughs> it says every day has a special day, and today a special day is like it's Walter Day. Now, to me, that's pretty strange because my real name is Walter. My grandfather and uncle are Walters. Uh, Walter, uh, my grandfather's dad was Walter Henry Fagan. He was Walter Henry Fagan, and my uncle is Walter Henry Fagan the third. So, wow, I'm Walter Lee, and my grandfather was Walter, uh, and I don't know his middle name. I don't, I don't know if he had a middle name or not. He was from Poland, so he probably didn't have a middle name. He had two or three. You never he, know. He, he might yeah, be like yeah. Count Baron von Slowick. I really <laughs> doubt that his name was Slowick too. I think Slowick is a. a, a a, Maybe slow whiskey. A, a so, version yeah. of what it may have been at Ellis Island when he came over. <laughs> but he shortened anyway, it up a little bit. Short, man. He took yeah, the it, count and Baron <laughs> off of it. You know, and, he did not want to be royalty here. And, and then just to trick everybody, they didn't put a C in it, which everybody wants to put a C in Slowick because it well, just I mean, makes sense. My my, uh, my brother-in-law Buckvich. And B U K. It's not B U C K. B U K V I C H. And uh, you don't use the C unless you have to. Unless I've learned right. in a lot of Eastern European because it could have, like, I guess a ch sound instead of a k. You know, or, or how I'm not quite it, sure, but I've looked at the the English language is full of things like that. That 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 a certain order has to be put in, whereas in other nations and other languages, they don't do that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, there are certain languages, uh, and, and especially Eastern, you, you won't see G's or hear a G very right, much. Right. Uh, so when they are pronunciating a G, you you can kind of isolate and say, okay, well, you know that's an Eastern European accent right. because they're the G. You, they the don't G. have that, it's, generally it's, speaking, it's and they may, but it's strange. totally said in a different way. You know, I love language, though. It's always fun to... Oh, Latin, you can Talk about language. We can talk about language forever, but uh, it's also banana cream pie day. Well, yes, we've had. Yes, uh, that was uh, 
You're speaking the language of love. We okay. had pig this week and banana cream pie. When I came in here this morning, what was all the food out there? There was like there was like a plethora and, of Nelly jellies. And Mark, uh, that was Mark's creation from uh, a stand off of 49, I believe Donna's. Uh, yeah, and, I, yeah, I know what Donna's is. And it was he was putting it all out so that I could uh, taste it and eat it all. You try it all, huh? it down, and then he would tell me what it was made from. After I ate it later, which it was all, you know, amazing jellies and stuff. Yeah, well, well, well I was looking, I was reading some of the labels. It's pretty amazing stuff that he has out there. Some pretty good, some pretty good things out Man, there. I'm, I'm all proud. Yeah, all those jellies made from <laughs> plants and uh, you know purple hulls and stuff. Right. Delicious. Well, Lance, put on your thinking cap because a little later in the show, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, Cole, just not you know, I'm not going to give you any time to think about it. I just want you to just. I'm Game. All right. Well, we'll get to that after a while, but uh, I've got some other things I want to take care of first. So. Throw it on me when you're ready. I will do just that. Hey, let's start with using a, uh, removing a nail. Um, removing a nail, a lot of people want to use a claw hammer, which isn't really a bad thing to do. That's what a claw hammer is basically for. It has a claw on the end of it, which has a very sharp V in the center of it, and that V actually catches onto a nail and will actually pull it out. Well, a good thing to do is anytime you're using a claw hammer to pull out a nail, Put a piece of, like, one-by underneath the hammer itself, not underneath the claw, but under the hammer, so that when the hammer actually presses down and there's a lot of pressure put in that particular area, you don't damage the surface that the nail is coming out of. For instance, taking a nail out of a piece of casing without anything under the hammer, you're apt to damage the piece of casing. Or if you're taking a hammer, uh, I mean a, a nail out of sheetrock, you'll damage the sheetrock for sure. But if you put a piece of one by under it of some sort, not only will you have more leverage, uh, it'll be much easier to pull the nail, uh, but it'll also not damage the surface below it. Uh, and just a quick little handyman tip that works and has, has always worked for me, and and, I, and you should start doing it if you haven't already. Some people probably do that and do it regularly, and uh, that's just part of being a handyman, knowing all the tricks of the trade. And there are plenty of tricks of the trade that can take a long process and and, and make it a little easier just by knowing some of the uh uh, hacks, if you will, of the trade, uh, and there, there's a lot of hacks on the computer to look at. And uh, but, uh, yeah, that's definitely what you should do when you're pulling nails out. Well, and going back to uh, the, I watch the news every week and, and get some idea of what's going on in the world. And they were talking about AI this week about artificial intelligence, and I guess my take from the whole thing was this that. Uh, AI, or artificial intelligence, is a tool, and we should use it as that. Well, a hammer is a tool, but if a hammer is used to kill somebody, it turns into a weapon. Well, that's the same with artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence can help us so many great ways, but it can also do major damage used improperly. And there are some cases right now where it is being used improperly. Uh, people are paying so much attention to social media 
and some of the posts that are putting in so on social media right now are really not healthy they're really just I don't know. They just kind of, they don't build you up. And that's that's what I think artificial intelligence should be used for, to help us, to help us understand things, to help us ease things. I'm still a little leery of artificial intelligence, as I'm sure a lot of people are, because it's, it's spooky. <laughs> well, you know, I think you made a great point, and that is it's, it's you know, it's always kind of like the beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. You put people who are flawed in charge of something you hope is not flawed. Right. And in finance, we would use a whole lot of AI. But right. it was not something you called AI. It right. was charting software or making taking vast sums of data and compiling that into a usable format sure. quickly and without error. Where humans, it would take so much time and effort to do that. I tried it. it it's you know <laughs> impossible in order to do your job. So, so a lot of that, you you see the use of it in a good way. The good problem way. with it is the data in. Right. If you all of this works on data, so uh-huh. if there's an error or inaccuracies in the data going in, the outcome is going to be flawed. Right. And inherently, right. you know, that's always going to be the case when humans have their hands on anything and it's not because we're bad it's but you know man it's because we're human (laughs) we're we're all flawed and so therefore anything man creates is going to have a flaw built in it at some point a margin of error show if we want to say it that way could be plus or minus a very small amount sure could be plus or minus a large amount and you hope with ai that little bitty margin of error is not going to be something that is devastating to the future of mankind but it could be very helpful Talking about human errors, uh, this past week I had to remove a micro shelf, a venta shelf, which was above a range. Uh, And the micro didn't work. It was only about four years old. The microwave stopped working. And uh, my electrician advised the best way to fix this thing is get rid of it and put in a new one. Well, I am pretty good at following directions and have done this before. And so, naturally, I undid the bolts inside the cabinet to release the microwave. And the microwave on the back has like a a, a V-shelf, a V-shaped shelf, which actually holds it in place. So I took this microwave, micro-shelf down properly by removing the screws and lifting it. And then I had to take down the bracket. The that was actually holding the microwave because the new microwave that I was putting up there would not fit on the same bracket. And I'm pretty careful about when I'm taking something old apart to remove all of the old pieces out of the way to a whole different area where the new pieces are. Except, <laughs> here's the human error part. I laid the bracket pretty close to where the new bracket was. And as a result, I got doing a whole bunch of other things because I was multitasking that day, which drove me absolutely buggy because multitasking is not one of my favorite things, but I can do it. Uh, At any rate, it came time to put up the new bracket. So I put up the new bracket and was very surprised that the new bracket fit right in the same holes as the old bracket. And then... uh, with some help, I had my son was helping me. We were putting the new microwave back on, and we couldn't get it on that V crimp shelf in back. 
And we tried and we tried and we tried. And then after a period of time, we realized I had put the wrong microwave bracket up there. That the microwave bracket I put up there had actually four lips on it that actually catch the back of the microwave. And the new microwave only had two. And that's how we found it. So what I had to do is remove the old bracket. And then I realized my mistake was by putting it where I could reach it. <laughs> and I put it way out of sight. And I had to put up the new microwave bracket. And in doing so, of course, I had to drill some new holes. Uh, and some of them were going through tile. And uh, really, to drill a hole through tile, the first thing to do is you take a nail punch and you punch a little hole in the tile so that you actually break the surface of it. And then you drill with a masonry bit through the tile. Uh, and, and a micro shelf should always hit at least one stud in order to properly support it. And, and actually, I did that. And uh, once I got the new shelf up, putting up the micro, new microwave was not a big problem. But that's the kind of human error that uh, even the pros make from time to time. But never let a human error like that be a stopping point. It always should be something that you should overcome. You should learn from it. And did I know better? Uh, yeah. Uh, but am I human? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to say yeah to all of those because it uh, really is amazing. When you take something apart, how you should make sure all of the old stuff is put in a whole separate area. And the new stuff should be labeled as to the which, which order it goes up in place. Whatever you're assembling and whatever you're putting together, it's important to do just that. So uh, it's important to do. A little later on in the show, we're going to have uh, Crawl Space Solutions as our guest, but that won't be until probably 1130 or so. And we're going to talk to uh, uh, Josh Quick about what Crawl Space Solutions is all about. Looking very forward to that. He's got a lot to say. Uh, They're very, very, very busy lately because Crawl Space Solutions has really taken off because people have begun to realize how important it really is to – insulate and encapsulate your crawl space and not have that ground underneath your house blowing up moisture into your house and impure air and creating mildew and mold. So we'll be talking to him in a little while about that. So you stick with us the entire show. Uh, We'd love to have you on board. Okay. Moving on to handyman stuff. We're just we're going to talk about a whole bunch of handyman stuff today in case you're uh, curious as to what we're doing. And we'd love to get your calls anytime. Uh, text us like Rhett and Ridgeland. Uh, <laughs> what what did Rhett have to say about that? Uh, let's see. Uh, he said your microwave adventure is a solid case of practice makes perfect. I hate it. And as my dad would say <laughs> back when you know, I had to practice all the time with ball and stuff, he'd say, Son, it's not practice makes perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. You know, if <laughs> Come you on, keep Dad. making the same error, hey. you're going to get good at it. That's basically what he would tell me. Come on, Dad. Be good. Be, 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 good. be, be fair to us. Um, let's see. Uh, Bubba from Stockville, he says he used a flat bar. And uh, let's see. Uh, John from Hurley, what is he? No, we were. He was oh, mentioning was we we were on the else, yeah. the Polish okay. last name thing, and and he knew my brother in law and, uh-huh. and brother in law. So, said yeah, 
Well, it's a small world out there in it, Mississippi. It just is. We're all related. If we're not, we're close enough to be family. So. It's strange how so many people are related to one another down in this neck of the woods where everybody's just everybody's cousin and well, uncle. It's and, not a, we have, what, three million people here. You're used to where there's 400 million people up there. There's a variety of them. There's a lot fewer folks right, around here. A lot of people. Boy, I'm so surprised at how much people are related. All right, let's get back to handyman stuff another handyman chore that isn't done as often as it should be done is sliding out the refrigerator the refrigerator sits in its home in your kitchen for a long time and you just slide it out about twice a year so that one you can see how grimy the floor underneath it can get and that floor needs to be cleaned and then you can see also the back of your refrigerator, and most of them have cooling coils on them. Well, those cooling coils get dusty and dirty, and they need to be kept clean. The best way to clean them is put a, a, a brush attachment on your vacuum hose and run it across the back of your uh, cooling vents, and it will, do, it will just remove all the dust and grime off them as possible. And... Then, at that point in time, you can push your refrigerator back in. Now, you do have to be careful because most refrigerators are hooked up to their ice maker with plastic uh, uh, pipe. A plastic pipe actually pours water into your ice maker. And it is also long enough, generally speaking, long enough to slide the refrigerator out where it won't really cause a problem but you cannot stretch it don't get it to the point where you've got some tension on that plastic pipe because you'll probably have a leak if you do that and then it'll be a repair situation and uh, yes yes you should do the repair that's very important to do all right, this is the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. We're going to take a short break here at the MCEF Studios. Uh, my name is Buddy Slowick, and appreciate your calls and your comments, anything you have to say. Hey, text us. Text line 601-879-4395. Be right back. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. When you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hard-working men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi. Attorney Joe Cordell. I know 
Rocking out on a Saturday morning. That's what it's all about. All right. Buddy Slork right here at Super Talk Mississippi at the MCEF Studios. That's the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Great organization that really is in the business of making Mississippi a better place to be by empowering its young people and any person at any age that wants to work with their hands and get involved in in industry or in construction or in uh, in factory work or, or anything at all. I mean, there's so much involved in welding and, and, and electrical work and HVAC work. Uh, they do that kind of training in not only their facilities, but also recommend great trade schools and great ways to get involved with companies very much at an early age. A lot of bigger companies will actually take on people that have very little ability but have the want to and will learn things very quickly. And they will take them on because they are people who are going to learn something and and move up the ladder very quickly and, and be an asset to that company, as a lot of people are. A lot of people are assets to the company they work for, and they should be. All right, handyman stuff. Uh, in this day and age, a lot of people are, are wanting to change all of their uh, doorknobs and key locks in the house. One, because maybe they're just old, 20, 30 years old, or maybe they just want to change to a more uh, fashionable, if you will, color, the color of today, which would be like an oil rub bronze or a uh, a satin pewter or a satin nickel or just whatever. There's so much available today. The first thing I think people need to understand is when you're changing any kind of doorknob, don't buy a new knob. It's easier to buy a handle. A handle is easier to open and close. It can be done with an elbow carrying two pieces of groceries, two bags of groceries, and with your elbow, you can actually open a door. You cannot do that with a doorknob. So one, that's the first thing you look for is handles. Are they a little more expensive? Maybe. Probably worth it in the long run. Uh, In the long run, they'll be well worth doing. Also keep in mind, anytime you're doing that kind of work, All of the key locks, whether it be your key lock or your deadbolt, on every door can all use one key. It's called key-to-like. And any place that sells doorknobs or, or hardware of any kind usually has somebody on board that can take an existing lock and actually change it to fit your key. So if you're just going to buy one lock, at a store because you need to just to replace one lock, you can actually go to wherever you're going to buy that lock. Well, let's just say you're going to Revel Hardware and you're looking for a lock, and you say, hey, I want a lock on my front door, and uh, it looks like this, but here's the key that it actually works on the rest of my locks. With just that key only, they can re-key the new lock to that key, and then all of your knobs will be key to like. Very important to do, and it can really make a big difference in, in changing out a whole set. Uh, so you just want to make sure that everything matches and that it works really well. And uh, Lance, are you ready for your question? Lance. I'm born ready. 
Corn rake. Uh, here, very. I'll put it very simply. Um, you, you either bought or you're building or you're going to have a new house and you're going to move into it. But before you do, you want it painted, whether a painter is going to come in or whether you're going to do that yourself. Lance, pick a color. Uh, the exterior, whole, the whole uh, interior, the whole entire house is going to be a solid, one solid color. So some type of gray, grayish color, likely. You know, whether you go with a browner tone or a grayer tone, probably going to go into that in that uh, ballpark. There matches up great with white. Matches great if you want to go with you know a darker trim color. Um, it depends on what you're looking for, but that I mean to me, gray gray happens to be the color of choice today. Uh, and when it first started, a few years ago, people started going gray. I was like against it. Uh, I really thought that, and I still believe in a, in a way that gray is sort of an industrial color, and it works great in manufacturing and hospitals and businesses. And but I didn't see a use for it in the home. As it turns out, I did exactly that in the past few weeks. I had to change the whole interior color of a house into a neutral color. And, of course, I know Patton Seabrook real well and talked to Patton. I said, Patton, what do you think, man? Um, and he said, uh, you would be doing yourself a good service to go ahead with a gray. <laughs> and I said, wow, okay. And... Uh, then we got talking more, and I said, if I'm going to paint a gray, patent, what I'm looking for is a gray. I don't want a tinted gray that is this, has shades of this, has shades of that. I want a true gray. And he recommended a gray in, in Benjamin Moore paint called uh, Stonington gray, I think. A very, very neutral gray. And I put it up on all of the walls and was absolutely floored at how good it really looked. Um, I was impressed with the color gray and how neutral it turned out to be. And I guess I've changed my mind a little bit on saying that gray is sort of an industrial color because it's not really. It's become really a very, very popular residential color, uh, probably one of the most colors that are popular right now. And... The beauty of it is, is regardless of what sh shade or hue or, or tint you get, when it's gray, it just does not seem to offend anybody. They just say, that's a good color, uh, and all of my furniture will match with that. Now, that's not to say that you should always use gray, because there are some people who are actually going to paint their house like a, jelly beans <laughs> and have multicolors and that's fine i mean if that's what your flavor is and you're going to live in and you're not trying to sell your house and you want a, a jelly bean looking house uh yeah go ahead and do that uh, but it seems to me kind of strange how years ago almost everything industrial was gray and everything residential was multicolored but that's kind of flipped around a little bit. When you look at industry now, they're coming out with lime greens and oranges and bright reds so that they can stand out more. And now, in the residential market, gray is becoming a very 
common thing, uh, which, as as Lance said earlier, it does go with an awful lot of colors of trim, uh, very much so. Works really well. Well, in black, you know, you get the black tones, and then you can also oh. get your kind of uh, taupe tones in there. And I've seen all kind of versions, but it does seem to not offend anyone, right? And and you're right. Back in the day, you know, I would say that. Gray was more of a concrete color. Right. You saw it. You know, that was more communism and big gray built government. <laughs> yeah. you know, no, no frills. Well put, communism. Yeah, communistic. You know. Now, though, maybe that's a sign of you know, what's kind of, I don't know. But it, <laughs> who knows? Don't say it. Don't say yeah, it. I, I, I like the, the color and uh, in the way that it's been used as a it's not a – uh, a kind of a off color, or a, right. you know, a, it's. I think we've seen it being used in a very classy way, right? And and, um, and knowing better how to accent it as well. Exactly. So I think oh, that makes yes. a big difference. It makes Instead a big difference. A big gray blob of concrete, right? Or a big gray building. You you accent it well, and it it really does make it pop, and it takes uh, and uses the other colors well. So yeah, <laughs> that's kind of where. And I'm with you. I I was not always a big gray person. Yeah. But as times passed, I think we've gotten better. And probably paints have gotten better, and, and exactly. our ability to design has gotten better. Well, the thing about gray is uh, I did this house gray because we're putting this house up for sale. And uh, and we wanted a color that everybody just seemed was was okay with, and, and, and gray was the answer. Painting it anything but that, somebody may walk into that house and say, well, I, I really like the house, but this color just won't do. But if you put gray on the walls, that doesn't happen. Gray seems to work, so that's it's it's like my hair. <laughs> I'm getting plenty of them. Mine are white. I don't have gray. Is well, there gray in there? Yours, you have some nice salt and pepper. Salt and Mine's pepper. just white. Mine's been that way for many, 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 many years. I I turned this color about a long time ago, <laughs> but uh, it's okay. But that's uh, that's my story on gray, and I intend to. I, that's my story, and I intend to keep it. That's all I can say to it. Uh, all right. Stained front wooden doors. Well, again, I was working on this house, getting it ready to uh, sell, and uh, the stained front door wasn't really in bad shape, but I thought what it needs really first is a good, solid cleaning. And just by cleaning it, I was so amazed at how good the finish on that door looked. And I have to do a little touch-up at the bottom with some, maybe some stain and a, a little bit of stain. And then Marine Spar finish on top of that. And maybe coat the entire door with Marine Spar varnish, which I will do. But uh, that door is in such good condition. Uh, but cleaning it really, really makes a difference because it has not been cleaned in probably two or three years. And so to make a difference, it clean that front door. It will make a difference in how the door looks. And remember, when you have a stained front door, it becomes one of the first things people see when they drive up. They, they look at it and go, wow, that, is, that looks really nice. Whereas if that stained door is distressed and has some finished problems, people will look at it and, and all of a sudden they'll start making a judgment on what they may see once they get inside. And you don't need that to happen. You don't need people to make a, 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 a predetermined judgment before they see the interior of the house. And so erase all the possibilities of that 
prejudging. Uh, and by doing so, make the curb appeal look great and make the door look great. And if you see a house from the from the road and it looks great with all the shrubbery in place and all of the landscaping done properly and the roofing not showing gray streaks and you know algae on it the curb appeal is very important because the very first impression that people will make on a house once they get in if you've got it painted a neutral color where they're not going to be offended by it uh, you, you pretty much got it made. Uh, you pretty much that house is going to go. The only thing that comes into play at that point in time is: Do the people like the house? Do they like the layout? Do they like the way it works? Do they like the lighting? Do they like the whole package? Uh, do they like the yard? Uh, a lot comes into play. So you know, I think making sure that front door is in good shape. It's just important to do. So that's something that uh, I have yet to do at that house, and I will take care of it. And, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to say where that house is right now when it's going up for sale but, uh, because somebody else is going to do that, and I'm not going to get involved in that a whole lot, even though you know how I am. I talk about everything. <laughs> it's apt to come up. I'm apt to yak about it sooner or later. <laughs> Lance is plugging in his earphone like he's got something to say. Oh, no. Up. I had a vmix issue here for a second. I thought I was going to have to reset it. And nah. Like, and I just waited it out. Sometimes patience is a virtue. Oh, oh, man. Just be patient. Let it all come back. Uh, well, <laughs> I was blessed with a whole bunch of patience. I've got patience like just go on forever and, and, and rarely, rarely get mad about anything. Uh, and, and I think in a way, that's a gift uh, because I don't think getting mad at anything really does solve any problems. It's better to just walk away from a problem, and that gives you time to think it through and not have it just just dominating your thoughts. Because when it dominates your thoughts, it kind of erases the ability to be creative and, and come up with a, a proper solution to a problem that you may have in any sort of remodeling project or any sort of work project that you may have. Sometimes when you walk away and give yourself 5, 10, 15 minutes away from that project, the answer just comes to you out of nowhere. You go, I know how to handle that now. And that that's so important. Uh, it, it's, it's very important to do, and it's very important to, to, uh, to have a good work ethic as well. Uh, work ethic. I want to talk about that when we come back. Work ethics and how they really can. You've got to have a great work ethic in order to succeed. Hey, you listen to the Handyman Show at uh, the MCEF Studios. My name is Buddy, Super Talk Mississippi. Be back after a short break. But I can see no sugar tonight in my coffee. No sugar tonight in my tea. No sugar to stand beside me. No sugar to run. It's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. 
Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month, and they are celebrating 47 years as the best-selling trucks in America. Get to your local Mississippi Ford dealer for a special once-a-year offer on Ford F-Series, featuring the new 2024 Ford F-150 and Ford Super Duty, the 2024 North America Truck of the Year. Celebrate with us, Mississippi. This is Ford Truck Month. Now is the time for great deals on Ford trucks. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Plan a visit to Grammy Museum, Mississippi to experience Highway 61. Traveling America's Music Highway now through the fall 2024. This exhibit will take visitors on a journey down the famous Highway 61, exploring music sites, artifacts, and celebrating the artists that played a major role in shaping American music history. Artists like Muddy Waters, Ann Peoples, Dr. John, Conway Twitty, and Bobby Rush, to name a few. To purchase tickets or to learn more about this exhibit and other events, visit GrammyMuseumMississippi.org. to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. My name is Buddy Slower. Going to be here till what time? Twelve o'clock. Twelve o'clock, making all sorts of noise on the radio. Uh, and our phone line is eight 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 zero eight eight six three seven. This is our Super Talk call in line. If you'd like a, to ask us a question or get involved, we'd love to hear what you have to say about it. Uh, whether you have something to talk about or whether you just want to say hi, uh, also text us at six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. That's our ceasefire text line. But right now, let's go to the phones and see what's happening on the phone. We're going to talk to uh, Ron in Columbia. Hey, Ron, welcome to the Handyman Show. Hey, what's up today? Oh, not very much on shelf. Not very much on shelf. Well, I, I was in the shop working, and I was listening to your show, and, and you hit on a couple of good topics I had to comment on. One was paint colors. And, uh, yeah. Number one, I'm not allowed to pick any paint colors. <laughs> <I've> already, <laughs> well, you mean, do you mean up. at home or at work? <laughs> Uh, at home, uh, okay, at work, yeah, you know, is a different thing. Yeah, yes, sir. I was in commercial construction, and one of my most favorite uh, combinations. You're talking about the grays. I love gray, and you're right. It, gray goes with anything. Yeah, right? it does. And uh, and you know, I like the combination of like, say, if you take a light gray and you do a shade darker on the trim, uh-huh. or even a shade lighter on the trim, right. You know? Uh, it just looks fantastic as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it's just it's amazing. And, you know, even today, these new cars are coming out with some amazing gray colors. They really are coming out with some amazing colors in the new cars today. It's, it's just amazing stuff. Yeah, but Absolutely. As I was talking about this segment, uh, a thing on TV came up with it. Actually, I'm showing uh, some old houses where they painted a room a dark gray, and then they used a lighter gray trim on it. And it looked fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it looked great. Yeah, so. well, that's that's what my my uh, wife picked for our den. Uh, sure. It was a dark gray. I mean, doggone it, it was almost black. You yeah. Know? And I said, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, I bet you said that, too. And I bet you said, are you, are you right about this? <laughs> <laughs> Don't question the wife. Right? There you go. But... Uh, <laughs> I did that, and, and and with the with the lot of gray trim coat, man, it, it's just uh, amazing when you walk in. Yeah, it really, it, is. It, really it steps out and looks really good. So, well, I appreciate I appreciate you coming on that. 
Yeah, and also, you know, you're talking about, you know, you, you know, you think about something, and and all of a sudden it comes to you. You know, uh, man, this is what I can do there. You know, yeah, right. And my wife calls it procrastination. I'm going on wife day, by the way. <laughs> but my wife calls it procrastination. But you know, being a woodworker and in construction for 54 years in commercial construction, I've got to picture what I'm doing before I can do it. Right. You know, uh, I've got to be able to see the cabinet that I'm building, and I break it down to the pieces I need, and, and then I'll, I'll pull out a block of wood and a pencil and make a cut sheet or whatever. Exactly. But I've got to, I've got to see what I'm doing before I do it, you know? That's not procrastinating. That's planning. That's planning. Yeah. I mean, but my wife says, you procrastinate over everything. You know? <laughs> I said, no, I just don't know what I'm doing yet. You know? There you go. But uh, only enough to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you calling in. By the way, when you going to cut calling in? When you going to come to the studio? Oh, where, where is that? You recording. Oh, I need to get down there, don't I? Down there, don't I? Be you do, man. I've been talking to you for years, trying to get you in the studio to do some recording to shine your amazing talent. Well, I should get down there because I like I, I I do like going to the studio so very very much. I have a great time playing. So, how you yeah. say? Uh, how you say, uh, uh, Ron? One day. <laughs> One day. One day. Okay, buddy. You're procrastinating. I, I'm not. Well, that that might fall into pro- procrastinating. <laughs> I appreciate your call, Ron. Hey, you thank you. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hey, let me take a minute to tell you about Revel Ace Hardware, one of the best hardware stores in the state of Mississippi. Revel Ace Hardware, great hardware store. Customer service is what they do, and they do it so well at Revel Ace Hardware. They care about their customers. They will take care of your wants and your needs and uh, will help you actually in color selection. They have a great line of Benjamin Moore paints. Uh, they also have all of the hardware you'll ever need, uh, ever need, and, and, and never. Somebody said to me, well, I'm not buying this from Revel because it'll cost so much more than and I buy it at a big box home store. And I looked them straight in the eye and said, a lot of people think that and that is not necessarily true. They are very, very competitive price-wise. Uh, they really want to make sure their customers are taken care of. And right next door to their store in Pearl is their Power Outdoor Equipment Center. And their outdoor equipment is next to none. Most of their stores stock some power equipment, but their main power equipment center is in Pearl. And it's a building by itself just absolutely full with parts and components and pieces and a great, great power tools of any kind, lawn mowers and uh, weed whackers and anything you'll need and, and the, all the spark plugs and, and anything you need to tune up your mowers and, and weed whackers for the season. They have the parts or they'll do it for you. You go see my friends at Revel Ace Hardware. Tell them you heard of them right here on a Rock and Roll Handyman Show. And... Uh, I appreciate them. Rebel Ace Hardware. Great store, by the way. Great store. All right. And I will say, I've never seen the prices be very different. Uh, I mean, honestly, you know, uh, I know what people say. Yeah. But I, I haven't experienced that. And quite frankly, if it is a few cents more, 
and you know you're you're supporting a local business. You're supporting somebody local. that has great work ethic, as we were discussing. Work ethic. They know their products. They, they know care their about the business that they're standing in and want it to succeed. Right. And uh, the product <clears throat> knowledge yeah. of the things they carry uh, is second to none. So I think we, if you did pay. Ten cents more or twenty cents more, whatever, whatever it ends up being, I, I guarantee you, it's going to be worth it. It's, if you go to Rebel Ace Hardware it is because you, I, you, I, I'm putting my neck on that and saying, yeah, I mean, well, you know, I, I got to go with that because what's going to happen is if you go to Rebel Ace Hardware to buy a part and you take the part home, that's going to be the part you need. Where if you go to a big box home center and buy a part. You'll probably end up going back two or three times. <laughs> and if they don't have enough of information from you, they're going to tell you, go grab, go take a picture, uh, get, make sure we get the specific thing you need. Right. They're not going to pretend like they know. Right. That's the other thing. I no. always appreciate saving me the time of not pretending you know something. I guess it's an old school saying from uh, up north where we said, they're not going to snow you by any means. Yeah, that's I like that. <laughs> we don't get enough snow around here for that, but we need to use that term. They're not going to snow you by any means. Revelation Hardware, good stuff. Great store. All right. Uh, Talking about work ethics. Well, work ethics start at an early age. The older we are, the harder it is to develop a good work ethic. Uh, uh, With good work ethics, we can bring uh, our lives more value to our lives, and uh, we can really teach a lot of other people how to do things correctly and how to do things carefully. And uh, Ron was rat- right from Columbia talking about walking away from a problem that you haven't quite figured out the answer to yet. When you walk away, you kind of can go through, particularly if like Ron does, he has his plan done on a piece of wood where he does a cut sheet. Well, I'm a little more... Um, I can't find any word but a profanity, so I won't say it. I'm a little more anal about that, if you will. Uh, I want to do a drawing and have it <clears throat> drawn out exactly what I intend to do. <clears throat> so many times when I come across a problem, I'll walk away and take a look at it and try to figure it out. Uh, and that helps an awful lot. All right, Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slork at the MCEF Studios. Coming back with a music segment, Don't You Go Away. You're listening to uh, Buddy at the MCEF Studios. Be right back. Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the motor medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. This is professional ball player and former Mississippi State Bulldog, Jake Mangum. Critical moments demand experience. Whether you're on the field, in the car, or at home, you need the right people supporting you. Farm Bureau's exceptional team is dedicated to superior customer service and competitive rates, and they've got your back. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hi, I'm Josh Quick. Hello? Anybody home? 
Right. What is it? This true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam sugar. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better. Mm-hmm. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Yeah. It's a rock and roll handyman show during the music segment. A couple of texts I have to take care of before we get to that. Uh, Donna sent me a, a question about um, front doors and how to clean them. Well, Donna, uh, pretty much all I used was a good quality household cleaner and a rag and wiped it down really, really well. But really, you have to be careful because sometimes that door can absorb some uh, mildew and mold, and you will have to use a solution of like a, a trisodium phosphate and bleach lightly every bit on it and rub it down really good and rinse it really good. But just generally speaking, a good household cleaner and a rag and a good bit of elbow grease gets most of the dirt and grime off the door and makes it look pretty well. So I hope that takes care of business right there. All right, let's talk a little bit about music. And today, I thought we'd go around the world a little bit and we'll do some music from different countries and different people with whole different takes on things and i thought we'd start in israel uh there's a a, a lady over there named well they call her a lot just atula atula ben ari is her last name uh, and you can find her on youtube by just going to tula uh and uh she does a copy of sweet child of mine that's a gun and roses song and she does it very differently she does it outside and on an album called Playing for Change, which is people all over the world, but she just has an acoustic guitar and is singing on a microphone outside outside of Jerusalem, very close, but it's quiet, and you can hear nothing but her singing and, and voices, and does a great job on Sweet Child of Mine. Let's love, give a listen to Sweet Child of Mine by Tula. to me reminds me of childhood memory where everything was as fresh as the bright blue sky now and then when I see her face she takes me away to that special place and if I stay Amazing how people from other nations in the world can take great American songs, even even "Sweet Child of Mine," which is a rock song, and turn it into something like that. It just it just it, it shows pure talent. But she is talented, and 
she, I think that's a good representation of what's happening in Israel. There's a whole music scene over there that we're totally unaware of, that we don't even know some of the artists. And a lot of that can be heard on Playing for Change, which you can see up on the screen if, you, if you're te- uh, screening right now. But let's move on to our second artist. This is somebody that I've listened to for maybe a year or more. It's called uh, Lenoid and Friends with the Rocks Brothers playing, uh, playing really the lead guitar and the vocals. And the Rocks Brothers are Alex and Nikita Prods. Prods, I can't pronounce their last name. It's a, it's a Russian name. And this was performed in Ukraine in the studio uh, with... Lenoid and friends, and their friends are the Rocks Brothers, but they have a full uh, horn section, bass, guitars. Uh, they do a wonderful job, Len- Lenoid and friends. And if you ever get a chance to look it up, do check it out, Lenoid and friends. But they do a version of My Old School. That's a uh, uh, a Steely Dan song, and they do a great job on My Old School, Lenoid and friends with the Rocks Brothers. Listen to this thing; it's great. Done in the studio, of course, where it was a controlled environment. And the studio in in Kiev, uh, Ukraine, is like a, the studio is amazing. I mean, and some of the things, if you check out Lenoid and Friends, all of the recordings are done in that studio. Plus, they've gone on uh, world tours a number of times. Uh, they basically started as a Chicago tribute band, and they do Chicago extremely well. Even Chicago says, "Wow." They just do an amazing job on us, <laughs> and sometimes even better than Chicago, which you go, how can that be? Because Chicago is just great, but it is. They are amazing. And the Rocks Brothers also have their own little band and organization, and Alexander does an awful lot of individual solo stuff. It's really worth listening to and looking at when you get an opportunity to do that. Well, from there, from uh, the Ukraine, we're going to go to Ireland. Well, Ireland is so full of great, great, just wonderful music. Uh, kind of, kind of falls into like a little bit of bluegrass and kind of is a lot of, you know, fiddles and and and, and, and banjos and um, almost like folk music. Some, but there's also some very highly finished 
great sound, uh, and it's done by the Celtic women. And the Celtic women are some women that just do amazing. They just finished a. They just are on the process of doing a world tour, and <clears throat> some of their music is just absolutely amazing. It's really worth listening to. This was uh, filmed or, or shot in Dublin, and uh, it's the Celtic women singing. You raise me up. So let's give a listen to the Celtic women from Ireland. When I am down and all my soul so weary, when troubles come and my There's a peace in that, that a quiet, that a calm, that just you can't get elsewhere. They're, they're amazing. The Celtic women were formed as a one-time event in Dublin, uh, and they in 2004, and their whole organization was going to do a one-time event and do a, a celebration of that. And then it turned into what they are today. You know, just amazing, amazing. And I think they were just here in Jackson just recently. I hope some folks got to see them, and I'm sure some folks did, and were just blown away at how amazing it really was. Well, we're going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to Mexico. Let's go down to Mexico. There's a group called Zoe, a Mexican group called Zoe, and they did a song called Nada. Uh, and it's in Spanish, but... The Rock is amazing, and it's really... Zoe started in 1994, and they've won a Grammy, and they've won Latin Grammys, and they are an, they're an amazing group, Zoe. But Nada, let's listen a little bit to Nada and what that Zoe is all about. Here, Here's Zoe and Nada.
Zoe out. They do some amazing stuff. Uh, some of their music is just absolutely just door busting. I mean, it's great stuff. It's really worth listening to. And here in the states, we probably don't hear a lot of that. But uh, there's a lot more going on in the world than what we're aware of uh, musically. And uh, the talent is everywhere. And it's, it's shown out with people like Zoe, uh, groups like Zoe and, and groups like that. Uh, and they started in 1994 and have been around a long time, done uh, a many, many of great songs. Zoe, I like them very much. All right, we're going to go to uh, Iceland right now. There's a group in Iceland called Kalo, and there's also a group that started in the Midwest in America called Kalo, which has an Israeli singer. Well, this isn't the same Kalo that started in America. This is a Kalo from from Iceland, and they do a, a song called, uh, I happen to pick this one, Broken Bones, uh, and... Kalo is, is, is just an amazing group. They do an amazing job. And uh, I, I think that it really shows that the world is just so full of talent, but is also affected a lot by American rock and roll. I really do believe that. So let's listen to a little bit of Kalo doing Broken Bones. Kalo from Ireland, from Iceland. <laughs> a little of a, 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 a NOLA sound to it, a little bit of New Orleans kicking in there, uh, but uh, they're from Iceland, and that's all, I mean, and some of the things they've recorded were done out on the ice, uh, and they staged platforms on the ice that were just amazing, uh, and great to watch the videos of, 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 of some things they do, uh, just I'm blown away by some of the music, and I'm blown away by the music around the world. Uh, music, of course, affects me a great deal, and I love it a lot. But I also look at different venues and different segments of music and how it affects different people. Uh, and I, I, I don't, uh, we don't probably have time to talk about Lance. What, what do you have? A, a well, I did Stephen Seagulls, the Finnish country band playing bluegrass, well-known. Uh, American hard rock songs, and this is the one I have on the way out. Here's going to be the finished version of Thunderstruck by ACDC, and I love these guys. Steven Seagulls, they're actually playing in the U.S. They'll be, uh, I think, up until around 
uh, late March, and then they head back over to Europe. So if you're yeah. in the Kentucky area, that's going to be the closest to where we are. But these guys are amazing. And they're, I'm uh, like you, they're Finnish, they're, and they take American hard rock songs and play them in a bluegrass country style with sure. all kinds of farm implements. Oh, I love it. That uh, they, you know, <laughs> it's, it's really a great outfit. But we'll hear them here. Okay, good. Shaking at the knees Could I come again please Yeah the ladies were too kind You've been Thunderstruck Celebrate the new year all weekend long at Pearl River Resort during our $39,000 giveaway. Drawings will take place each night on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. At 7 and 9 p.m., two winners each receive $2,024 in bonus bet. And at 11 p.m., one lucky winner takes home $5,024 in cash. Cheers to 2024 at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. Must be 21 or older to play. My grandson wants to be a carpenter like me someday, but I'm the one learning when he's around. That's because he's part of the career and technical education program at his school. Construction isn't at all what it used to be. Has less to do with hammers and nails and a lot more with 3D imaging and math equations. No wonder they call it technical education. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. Do you have an invention idea? to say is get your crawl space fixed <laughs> josh quick on the phone with us from crawl space solutions miss mid-south crawl space solutions good morning josh hello buddy how we doing today i'm doing great i understand you're down at the uh, mississippi home show we are here live from the home show there is a bustling crowd out here and a lot of really great vendors in this year's show, definitely. Yeah, I think what's happened is it's turned into where quality, quality vendors have gotten involved more and more with that. And, and the show, by the way, is being held at the Muse Center at the Heinz Community College in Pearl. And it's it's a great location. It's easy to get to. And, uh, Josh, tell us a little bit about your booth and what you're showing people this weekend. Well, if you come to our booth, we've got lots of information out there. You know, one thing that we get more than anything else in settings like this is people just have questions, right? There's so much um, stuff out there, but they don't know 
what you can believe and what's true and all the stuff that you can find online. Most of it's garbage. And so we try to be as informative as we can. Right. So we have lots of information uh, for people to take. We've got um, uh, some stuff you want to put your hands on, some of our materials that we use in crawl spaces. Um, we've got some samples up here you can uh, put your hands on and see it. But more than that, you get to meet our team. Uh, yeah. You can uh, put faces to names and actually uh, come and shake our hands and meet us and uh, Feel free to pick our brain about anything that you may have that's uh, foundation, crawl space, or concrete related. Well, as you've been saying for years, and as is absolutely true, and before you, Rickson Simmons was saying it for years, uh, encapsulating your crawl space is nothing but good sense. And what a crawl space basically is is a conventional foundation or let's just say 18, 20, 24 inches above the ground, a house is built, and it's built on wood floor joists, and and it's built off the ground. And when they were first being built, the thought was, let's get more air under the house so it can blow all that moisture out of there. And that thinking uh, proved to be erroneous. Uh, There's a better way to deal with the crawl spaces. Yeah, we thought we were doing it right for so many years, and and in reality, um, if you go to you know somewhere that's not so much humidity, you go to Minnesota, sure, uh, and and opening up, and that could potentially help. But here in Mississippi, in our climate, um, when you open it up, uh, you're just letting more moisture, more humidity up underneath your house, and that humidity is what's causing all of the issues from rotten floor joists to buckling floors to mold and mildew growth, to condensate and dripping ductwork, all of the things, insulation falling out from between your joists, all that, uh, the root cause of that is humidity, and that's what our system is designed to eliminate. Uh, what I think, I don't know if you, you, you probably run into it a good bit. People look at you in the eye and go, but why should I put that kind of expense into my house? And what would your answer be to that? Because your house is your most valuable asset, right? You've spent more money on your home, most likely, than you have anything else. Um, and you protect your roof. You don't mind putting a new roof when your roof wears out. You would, if, you, if your roof was leaking, you would absolutely spend the money to fix your roof. Right. But when our crawl space is leaking, well, people don't understand the, the relevance and the importance of fixing the crawl space. And that's what we want to do. We want to educate people and explain to them what's happening uh, in your crawl space. Uh, a leaky roof and a leaky crawl space are just as dangerous to the integrity and the well-being of your home. Oh, for sure. And a lot of people take the leaking of a crawl space into the home. And even even some contractors look at it as saying, oh, simply all we need to do is replace your floor and you it'd be taken care of. You won't have a problem anymore. Well, that kind of thinking is out the window. Uh, and, and, and you can't fix a crawl space a problem that's created by the crawl space with by changing any kind of inside whether it's baseboard or flooring or anything at all yeah you can't fix a wet crawl space with wet air you can't dry it out with wet air and so by by allowing it to have open vents by allowing it the the dirt ground to be uncovered uh you're just allowing more moisture in and the expectation is is that that would dry it out but it will not. It will uh, not. Wet air will not dry a crawl space. And so you have to seal it off. You have to eliminate the moisture. You have to pull the humidity out of the air and out of the wood. Uh, and our system can do that. We can dry it out, and we can keep all those harmful effects from uh, happening to your home. Plus, in your system, 
you can actually monitor the humidity in your yeah. crawl space by not even going into your crawl space. That's right. We put in a monitoring system. So in your living room or kitchen or wherever, you're going to have a, a, a little monitor that's going to tell you the humidity and the temperature from under your house. So you can keep an eye on it. Um, you can, if something goes crazy, if you have a water leak, you're going to notice that humidity start going up, and it'll be an indication that you need to give us a call. We'll get out there and, and, and do an inspection and figure out what's going on. Yeah, and, and see if you have a, a water leak, or maybe there's a maybe there's a break in the foundation mm-hmm. coating. Who yeah. knows? Uh, anything could be causing problems. Uh, some people are concerned because their crawl space seems to be wanting to pool water, and they're mm-hmm. saying, "How am I going to encapsulate this with the water pooling?" under there what 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 do i do yes i'm so glad you asked we run into that weekly uh and and the 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 simple solution is in our system is included an in-ground sump pump where we we put a a sump pump below ground level uh and we incorporate it into our system so that anything on top of the liner that we install can run into the sump pump and then any groundwater seepage so if you've got water coming in from uh, the ground or from around the house, it's going to be attracted to our sump pump, and we can control the water and pump it out of the crawl space. So in your system, a, a sump pump is included? Absolutely. A yeah. sump pump and a dehumidifier is both included in the system when we install it. So not only are you protecting the crawl space, but you're putting preventive measures in there to, as well in order to prevent damage from occurring. Yeah, what I've learned is that I can't stop the water. But I can't control it. Uh, so if, if, I, if I stop trying to keep the water from coming in and just control it when it gets there, then I'm much more successful, and that's what we have found to be the best solution, and it works miraculously. It we can works get the water out, keep it dry, uh, and eliminate all of the humidity and moisture-related issues. One thing I've learned over the years of doing the Handyman Show is water never stops trying to get into your home. <laughs> you can't stop it. You cannot stop it. No. You can only control it. You can uh, control that's it. That's what we try to do. And that's, and that's what they do with some of the roofing material and some of the material they put up on houses. But the crawl space solutions really have the answer to the problem with crawl space homes and you can really you need to put your hands on and go see down at the home show and the home show is open until say until when till five is that correct five o'clock today and ten to five tomorrow and ten to five tomorrow and it's it's worth your trip down there because not only will you see mid-south crawl space solutions uh booth but many of our vendors who are actually sponsors on this handyman show have booths mm-hmm. down there as well and they will be there showing their products off uh and, and, and lots yeah. of great vendors here this year it's, yeah. a, it's a packed show it's a really good looking show it's it's the kind of show that that you should make plans to go to once every year because yeah. you'll come away from it whether you have a project in mind or whether you just want to get some thoughts in your brain. Yeah, it'll and help you. You can come by and get your back scratchers and fly swaters and, uh, <laughs> and food clips for your refrigerator. All the goodies you can walk around and collect a bag full of them. Yeah, I think there's people even cooking down there as well. Yeah, they got food trucks parked out back. You can come down here and uh, and have lunch with us. Uh, Josh, how do people get in touch with Miss Mid South Crawl Space Solutions? Well, the easiest way today is come to the home show. But if that's <laughs> not an option for you, you can always check out our website at mscrawlspace.com, or you can call our office uh, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. That number is 601 898 0891. 898 0891.
Uh, it's my understanding the last time we spoke, you're pretty busy and make an appointment to have somebody come out and look. It does take a day or two to get there, doesn't it? It Right now, it takes more than a day or two. So be patient <laughs> with us, please. Understand that um, this is our busy season, but the rain sure. coming in and moisture's everywhere and our phone's ringing off the hook. So um, it may be a couple of weeks before we can get out there, but right. I promise we will get there just as quickly as possible. We're steadily hiring new people and training them so that we got more staff so that we can eliminate that wait time. Right. Uh, but right now, it's, it's probably a, a couple of weeks before we get out there. But the easiest thing, the best thing is get on the list. Set the appointment. Um, we can always move you up if we have a cancellation. Sure. Uh, but um, just get on the list, and we'll get out there as quickly as possible. And people should know that anybody that comes to their home representing Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions is very knowledgeable. And Josh said he works really hard in training them. Well, it's not like... They come in for an hour, you just talk to them about what you intend to do and what they need to do when they go see a client. They go through extensive training and really understand what crawl space science is all about. Yeah, just to be one of our uh, design system guys, which will be the people that come out to your home, it's four to six weeks worth of training before we ever let you get on the road. Um, So there's a lot of training that goes in, and we make sure that our people are equipped, knowledgeable, and then also have access to resources, other people, uh, in the event that they need to pick up the phone and, and get to, you know, phone a friend. We, we have that those people available as well. Sure, uh, and and references are just endless. I mean, there are people that are so satisfied with what they've had done, including builders have gotten on board with this as well, more so than they ever have before. Builders are beginning uh, to totally understand the importance of encapsulating crawl spaces. It's in their best interest, and they they figured it out. If they can encapsulate a crawl space when they build it or remodel it, it lessens the uh, the chance of them getting a phone call to come back out there and fix something. And so they they get it now. Um, and we're doing more and more work for uh, contractors and builders like that. Sure, because nobody, no builder wants to come back to your home at all. No. <laughs> they just pay well. They want to get it done and be done with it, and hope that it's and, over with. <laughs> yeah, and they want to do the right thing. I mean, uh, yeah, of course the they do. Part are, you know, they want to they want to treat their customers well. They want a good reputation, and encapsulation is the best thing that your money can buy to protect your home, to protect your floors, and the integrity of your foundation. No, that's yeah. correct, and that that is so important. It's so important that that the builders have grabbed hold of that and understand now they're selling a home that's not going to be a problem in in a year or two years five years down the road with the moisture coming up from the crawl space so uh, mm-hmm. it, it's very important to do and i and, and i think that you're uh, you're doing a great service to the to the state of mississippi uh, and uh, there's so many people that have learned so much just by listening to what you have to say but the best way is get down to the Hope Show, see what they have yeah. to offer, see what their product is like, and and Don't shake my hand, introduce yourself, tell me, let me know that you that you heard us on Buddy's show today too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about talk about that a little bit. I love it, love it. But yeah. uh, at any rate, go see uh, Mid South Crawl Space Solutions at the Muse Center in Pearl. Uh, the show is till five o'clock today, and it's going to be till five o'clock tomorrow as well. And it's really, really going to be worth your time to go down there, Josh. I appreciate the time you spend with us and talk about it. I know you're busy down there at the home show. Just, I think it's just getting rolling, and there'll be a ton of people in there shortly if there's not already. But there uh, already is. Buddy already. Lance, I really appreciate you guys. Y'all have a good weekend. Thanks well, for having me. Oh, you're very welcome, man. Uh, hey, good luck, man. Appreciate you having me on board.
All right, Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions, they do such a wonderful job, and uh, one of our great sponsors on the show here, and I'm telling you, that is the way. That is the only way. And you're also dealing with a great guy. I mean, every time I've had to call him early in the morning on a Saturday, whatever he's doing, he makes time for us. I can assure you, if you call and they're busy, you're still going to get the same nice, courteous people. You're right. not going to snap. Like I said, get on the list. But I'll vouch. This guy, Josh Quick, is a great guy. Yeah. And that's what you're having is a company come to your house. He, he's the man in charge, you, and you know that. There's, he, he's the top of the ladder. He's the top of the ladder, and he and, <laughs> and, and he easy to talk to, not intimidating at all, and it's just like an easygoing, easy person to talk with. And you get the same kind of treatment when you call and you get a secretary at the office. Uh, they don't treat you like, yeah, I guess, you know, we'll talk to you later. Uh-uh, that doesn't happen. They want to treat you with total respect and total a concern about your situation and explain to you what the steps are towards getting this problem solved. Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions, great, great, great organization. All right, shifting gears a little bit, I want to talk a little bit about clamps. Strangely enough, I started looking up clamps and all the things that we need around clamps and came across a TV show, Futurama Does, The Science of Clamps, which is kind of amazing to me that uh, it's now a TV show, uh, and it's in its sixth season, so it's been around a while. Futurama? Yeah. Great show, yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. But uh, I thought what we'd do in the next segment is talk a little bit about clamps, what kind of clamp you may need around the house to do just household chores or do some handyman work around the house but uh you're listening to the rock and roll handyman show at the mcef studios that's a mississippi construction education foundation and uh we'll be back in a few minutes with more of the rock and roll handyman show on super talk Bust loose from this ball and chain. I'm a hard, hard working man. I got it all on the line for a piece of the promised land. Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Super Talk Podcast Archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Ah, 
Yeah. Neil, Neil Young singing uh, 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 Mr. Soul. Great song. Great song. Great album, too. A long time ago. Uh, I've got a couple things I need to take care of. Let me tell you about Atlas Foundation, one of the better foundation companies in the in the in the country. They want to make sure your slab foundation is everything that it should be. And you do so by calling Tony at 800-256-1010. Tony Arpino is Atlas Foundation. And they will work really hard to make sure your foundation is everything you want it to be. You call Tony, explain to him the kind of problems you're having, and a lot of that, he can give you estimates on the phone, he can, give, he can come to your place of business or house or church or whatever and give you an estimate that way. But uh, fixing your foundation is something that we really need to do because, as I think many people have said, your home is probably, to most people, the most valuable asset that they have. <clears throat> so you call Tony Arpino and get the most valuable asset you have taken care of the way it should be. Atlas Foundation, 1-800-256-1010. All right, and then I have to get to one text that we haven't gotten to yet. Uh, a lady uh, or a, a person who lives in a double-wide trailer was asking me about whether gray would work, and they sent me a picture uh, uh, on their cell phone that shows the inside of their trailer, and they said all of the uh, uh, here's what exactly they said would gray combo work? It's a double wide trailer with the trim, with the paneling, and wall print paneling work. Well, I don't think I'd mess with a wall print paneling, and the trim is a wood color. But I would doubt that a lot of it is really wood. Some of it is probably just a a, 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 a veneer put on there to look like wood. So it would need, need a certain kind of bonding primer put on there first. And then, yes, gray would work extremely well on your trim uh, and would work extremely well even on your wood paneling. But there'd be a good bit of work involved. But gray... You already have that in your uh, wall paneling, which is uh, has tones of gray to it. So if you were to paint the trim your favorite shade of gray, your favorite hue of gray, it would really pop. It would really make the thing look extremely well. All right. Uh, talk about We left talking about clamps and uh, Futurama, <laughs> the science of clamps. It's a fun show, by the way. Uh, I've only seen a little bit of it, but it's a fun show. Uh, for clamps around the house, uh, cost versus value. Well, first thing you should know is when you're going to buy clamps, don't buy the cheapo version. The cheapo version is probably going to break after a period of time. And so you should step up to the maybe the middle middle range price when you're buying clamps. And around the house, you're going to need mostly like a, a C-clamp. C-clamps work very well for small little areas. And a squeeze clamp, which actually is like a bar clamp, but it's it's held together. One one lever is squeezing to a different distance, and then actually squeezes tight to hold something together. And then there's bar clamps. Bar clamps come in all different sizes, and some have squeeze handles on the end. But there, if you have a proper size bar clamp, and you have a Craig uh, screw tool and some glue. I'm telling you, you can put some wood together and hold it together 
and it'll stay forever. And it's simply a method like this. Uh, turn the wood over. Use your Craig tool, which puts in screws at an angle, uh, and pre-drill your screw holes, and then glue the edges of your wood together so that when they hit together, the glue will come out, and then clamp them together as tight as you can, uh, and then remove all the excess glue, and then turn it back over, and underneath, use like uh, screws to go into your holes that have been created by your Greg tool, and you can create tabletops. You can create any sort of wood paneling that's held together and worked really well, and it does the trick. It does the trick. Any kind of, like, 2x6s or 2x4s that you want joined together for whatever purpose, uh, bar clamps, Greg tools, and glue. Well, really, uh, just uh, so I think around the house, probably the most important tool that we can get uh, is like bar clamps. I think bar clamps are probably a good, good place to start. Uh, Bar clamps can really do the trick for you. So uh, all tools with wooden handles like rakes, shovels, axes, picks, hoes, they all have to be oiled from time to time. I went and changed subjects. I didn't tell you. I'm changing subjects now. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, if you have garden tools of any type, like rakes and whatnot, if you use like lemon oil or, or mineral oil or linseed oil and oil them, uh, you may just only oil them like one year. and Maybe like three years down the road, they may need another coat of oiling, but it'll prevent the wood on that handle from decaying. It'll make that handle much easier to hold in your hand, and it won't be as rough and as splinter uh, as splintery as it would be. And it really does a great job. So all of your outside tools need some sort of oiling on them. It will do the trick. Uh, just as same as, as if you would oil your... Uh, any your knife holder in the kitchen or your bread, you know, on your your uh, your chopping block in the kitchen. Of course, you use food grade mineral oil to do that, which is a clear food grade mineral oil. So if some of the oil gets left on the chopping board because it's food grade, it's not going to hurt a thing. It can really do a good job for you. So, uh, but any kind of oil works pretty much outside on your. Uh, tools for working around the yard. I know a lot of people are going to be using rakes and shovels this time of year. Well, are they oiled? Are the handles oiled? I hope so, because it'll make your life a lot, a lot, a lot easier. It really will. Uh, That can really make a difference in the things you want to do. All right. Well, I've talked over and over again about owner's manuals for new homes. Um, and it's very difficult to create a generic owner manual for a home, but I think one could be created by the builder of a home by listing the type and brand of the HVAC unit, by uh, listing the type of plumbing that you have in there, whether you have pecs or whether you have copper piping, uh, and where the if you have pecs, then it has a manifold which controls all of the zones in your house, where that is, and that should be well marked. Uh, but a builder could create like a, a homeowner's list of things that really, you know, can make a big difference. Uh, what type of roofing is on there, where, where it came from, uh, 
and with warranties and 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 a lot of times when you buy roofing it comes with a warranty but a lot of people never end up getting their hands on that warranty but keep in mind the warranty you get with roofing is only a manufacturer's warranty it's only good for the product itself not for the application of that's the biggest problem with roofing is the uh, not crossing your T's and dotting your I's when you put up a new roof. It's very important that you do just that, roofing. All right, home owner's manual. We need to get them, don't we? All right, you're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show at the MCEF Studios, the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. My name is Buddy. We do it every Saturday from 10 to 12. Keep on listening. Tell your friends. Handyman's on Super Talk Mississippi, and you can catch us during the week by going to any of our Super Talk apps and go to any of the sites, any site that we have. Hey, thank you for listening. Talk to you next week on the Handyman Show. Traveling America's Music Highway now through the fall 2024. This exhibit will take visitors on a journey down the famous Highway 61, exploring music sites, artifacts, and celebrating the artists that played a major role in shaping American music history. Artists like Muddy Waters, Ann Peoples, Dr. John, Conway Twitty, and Bobby Rush, to name a few. To purchase tickets or to learn more about this exhibit and other events, visit GrammyMuseumMississippi.org. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Online at CordellCordell.com. Office in Richland, Mississippi. Free background information available upon request. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Paid for by Cordell and Cordell. That's England for Clark's Remodeling and Repair. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Clark's Remodeling and Repair, a company you can trust. 601-214-9463. That's 601-214-9463. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.